Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Grim Scenarios. It's our 15th episode, which is a nice roundish number, so I thought, as your host, Emma, it'd be nice to bring on for the very first time a special guest. That special guest is Milk, making his podcast debut. Milk, uh, how did you get involved in the game of Blood on the Clock Tower? Uh, first of all, Emma, thanks for having me on the podcast. Love the love the show. Uh, yeah, you know, I uh, I picked up Blood on the Clock Tower. Uh, I saw it in the in the uh, Shut Up and Sit Down review, like many people did. Uh, you know, kind of kind of started looking for places to play, and eventually I uh, picked it up and uh, played a little bit on the unofficial during COVID. Uh, I found my way onto a few other servers and uh, found my way to some real life Clock Tower games with my local group, uh, Capital Clock Tower. And uh, I've been sort of playing and ever since, and of course on various different streams and playing all over the place. Yeah, our viewers are probably not familiar with you, so it's good to like give a like introduction and bring on a special guest. Like absolutely, you. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I uh, I I started out playing on uh, Jamie's old stream, and then I joined uh, ECG, and uh, of course the TPI stream. I play regularly on Patter's stream, occasionally on Alejo's stream. I'm I'm all over the place, and of course I'm well known for winning the Clock Tower Con 2023 script competition with my excellent mayor-focused script trust. Well, was that a big deal? Uh, I'm not sure, but people seem to like it, so. All right. Uh, with that, well, we're going to talk a little bit about what we're going to do. So this is a script you may not be familiar with. It, Milk, it's pretty advanced. It's called Bad Moon Rising. Mm, okay, I don't think I've heard of that one. Yeah, it's one of the base three, but it's not the simple Trouble Brewing you're probably used to. I've played lots of Trouble Brewing. All right. Uh, so we were requ- a few weeks ago. We did a giveaway for uh, Clock Terracon ticket. Sounds very generous of you. <laughs> it was generous of me specifically, of you not specifically, you as I'm just not, a special not, guest. Not me. I'm just a guest. Uh, so anyway, uh, we were, we asked people to submit scripts they wanted us to cover as for a chance to win a ticket, and we decided we'd cover all the scripts people wanted us to cover. And one of our requests was us to go back to BMR and cover the goon. And since Milk has facial hair, I figured that'd be a great thing for him to do in his podcast debut. I would, I would love to cover the goon in my podcast debut, Emma. It sounds like a really interesting character. I've never played it before, but let's see what we can do with it. Yeah. Uh, so the goon's ability is each night the first player to choose you with their ability is drunk until dusk. You become their alignment. Oh, that sounds fun. An alignment changing ability. An alignment changing ability. Yeah, I think this is the first native alignment changer with disgust. Um, and we didn't discuss being an outsider on S and B, so it's really the first time we've discussed characters who might end up on a different team than the ones they started on. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm. I'm interested in that idea because there's kind of two ways you can play it. I think you can just start out playing for the alignment that you see. And then if you change alignments, you play for that alignment. And then if you change alignments back, you play for that alignment. And that's certainly one approach that you could take, it seems to me. makes a lot of sense. Um, Another thing you could do, though, is you could hedge your bets a little bit starting earlier in the game by, and I know this is an unfamiliar concept to you, Emma, lying about your role and hiding the fact that you are slash might be uh, an outsider, and that you are, in fact, the alignment-changing goon. Yeah, no. As someone who's never lied playing this game, that sounds like a risky strategy. But, you know, we may try something new at some point, so maybe we can experience some of this lying that Milk is apparently so familiar with. Yeah, I'm, I'm exceptionally familiar with lying. It's a, It's something that comes very natural to me. 
<laughs> All right, with that, let's get to the grim. Sounds great, Emma. You're sat in seat one. You are the goon. The goon. So uh, tell me a little bit about your approach here that you want to try as the goon. Like I said before, uh, the goon has a couple of different ways that they can approach this. You can just be open and be the, you know, claim to be the goon, and then when you get changed, you, you know, lie about it. Uh, it's great as the goon to lie early that you're evil when you're good. Um, the evil team will, of course, know that you're not <laughs> evil because they'll know who they've picked. Uh, but it will signal to them to go ahead and pick you. Good players will generally not try to nominate and execute a an evil goon because they don't want to give up the voting power of that extra player. Um, that's one way to do it. Uh, you could play it straight down the line uh, and claim to be the goon and just tell everybody when you're good, tell everybody when you're evil. That's a way you could play it. My, my preference is to hedge my bets a little bit and uh, claim non-goon things. Uh, so I'll probably I'll probably be claiming to be something like uh, I'll probably be claiming to be something like a fool or a tea lady or potentially a gossip um, maybe even a gambler something uh, that has some value that might draw uh, targets from a devil's advocate who wants to frame me uh, a demon who wants to kill me right um because I like playing on the evil team, and I want to make sure that if there's a chance that I can get turned, or if there's a chance that I do get turned in the game, I don't just give everything away for the evil team. It leaves my playbook open for later, so that if I do get turned, of course, if I don't get turned, I play for good, straight down the line. But if I do get turned, of course, I want to be able to help my team as much as possible if I am on the evil team. So with that in mind, we'll, we'll be claiming something that isn't the goon. Okay, so you'll be claiming something that's not the goon. Curious. Okay. So we're just going to start off introducing you to our viewers as a liar. Good to know. Seems like the natural progression of my life. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so as the goon, um, you may wake up on any night. We learn that your alignment has flipped. I will tell you that on night one, you do not wake up at all. You remain good. As you wake up for the first time on day one, happy, excited, ready to play as the goon. Sounds great. I will tell you that seat six is trying to get your attention, but other than that, you can talk with whoever you want. Well, seat six, let's go have a chat. Okay. Seat six says, hey, how's it going, Milk? Uh. I was reading the Wikipedia for my character lately, which you can conveniently link to. Yeah, allow me to demonstrate. Allow me to demonstrate that for our viewers. Look, you can you can click on this little book icon right here, and it will allow you to see the Wikipedia entry, the 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 Clock Tower Wiki entry for any character in the game, and that's pretty cool. They said, anyway, my entry says, tell players who you have chosen at night so they know they might be drunk. This is crucial. Mm. So, Milk, I'm following the wiki's advice, doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm telling you, you might be drunk. This is crucial. Well, well, thanks for that, Seat6. That, that is very crucial, and I really appreciate you being so candid and forward. I, uh, I will definitely either not trust my information, uh, which I may or may not have received today, uh, or I will not attempt to use my ability. 
They go, so you're not going to give me a claim back in exchange for me telling you that I was the sailor? Um, I suppose I can tell you, um... All right. You know what? I will. I will go ahead and I will go ahead and tell you that uh, I have a uh, I have an ability that can cause additional night deaths. Ooh, they say. So you're saying gambler, gossip, tinker, moonchild, grandmother. I'll say. I'll say. I'm not the grandmother. Poe, Shabloff, Godfather, or assassin. <laughs> I'll say I'm not the grandmother, and that I'm good. So let's narrow it to gambler. Let's na- narrow it to gambler, gossip, and moonchild. Okay, a three. That's the the. I'll mark you down as the gambler, the gossip, or the moonchild. Naturally, having been drunk with, my ability will probably do nothing today. So, well, luckily, if you're the gambler, gossip, and the moonchild, that doesn't matter, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's totally fine. You'll be in. I uh, I probably won't check with you again tomorrow then, because yeah. seems like we probably want those abilities sober. Yeah, we probably want my ability to be sober at least for a day. If you do want to fall back on drinking with someone that will probably keep you alive, you can certainly drink with me. Um, just let me know when you do. They say, great. Thanks, Milk. No problem. Bye, Sailor. So, uh, that seems like a relatively trustworthy conversation, right? Seems pretty trustworthy. Could be could be an evil player, but yeah, gener- genuinely trustworthy. Someone who's coming to me with their wiki entry, you know, maybe it's a newer player not familiar with BMR, right? Uh, could be could be somebody bluffing. Um, but if they're saying that they picked me last night and I didn't turn evil, that suggests that they're probably the sailor who picked me before anyone else did, uh, and so I've just stayed good. Okay. Uh, you get back to town, I will tell you seats Two, ten, and five are available for you to talk to. You can talk to any of two, ten, two, ten or and five. five. Let's talk to ten. Big numbers. Big numbers. Okay. See, then says milk. I was actually hoping to talk to you. Great. I love talking to people. I was reading the Wikipedia entry for my character in the night because of the new function in the app lets you do that. Yeah, I've demonstrated that before. Yeah. Tell players that two you have chosen at night so they might know they might be drunk. This is crucial. For example, a drunk innkeeper will need to know that it's possible their ability didn't work at night when there were no deaths, or the drunk chambermaid will need to know their information might be false. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... Did you drink with me last night? I did, and I thought you might want to know in case your information was false. Well, uh, fortunately, uh, you drinking with me uh, has not impacted my ability uh, just yet because I am either the gambler... Uh, or the gossip. Um, I guess I'll throw Moonchild in, but I'm not the Moonchild. Uh, yeah, I'm either the gambler or the gossip, uh, and um, uh, so I haven't actually... My ability hasn't activated yet, so um, yeah, it's no no problem. Uh, please don't drink with me again tonight. Uh, I'd like to get at least a day of good use out of my ability. Well, so what are we doing here with this Sailor double claim? Besides, trying to give our viewers a sense of deja vu. Yeah, I mean... Uh, you know, there's a lot of possibilities of what's going on here, right? Lots of players might claim Sailor, Pacifist might claim Sailor, Fool might claim Sailor, a Devil's Advocate might claim Sailor. Um, I'm inclined to think that there's a DA around, uh, and uh, telling a DA that I might be the gambler or the gossip might cause them to uh, might cause them to tell the demon to kill me at a strategic point, which will hopefully result in me changing sides. Uh, they might pick. They might. Uh, pick me with their ability and try to frame me. There's lots of possibilities what might go on, but my my suspicion is that one of these two players is probably the sailor, and one of these two players is probably the DA. Uh, 
Hmm, interesting. Okay. And that's just a read because DAs like to bluff sailor. DAs like to bluff sailor. Yeah, it's just a read. It might not, it might be wrong. There might there might they might be two good players who are both just lying fooling Coming around. Whatever. Sailor and saying yep. they picked you. All right, you get back and now say seats three, five, and nine are available. Well, let's see if seat five also. Uh, let's see if seat three also wants to claim sailor. Seat three says, "Hey, milk, uh, how you feel about dying today?" Me, not great on it, but you know. They say, I don't think you will, and I think it's an interesting test. But if you do die, it just means you're evil, so that's fine, right? Uh, I guess so. I'm good, and I have an ability that is pretty confirmable, so not sure I really want to be tested right now. C3 says, don't worry about it. I'm the courtier who drank with the DA, and I've talked to a pacifist, and we were thinking since you're a strong social player with decent mechanical abilities... You'll probably be past this age if you're good. Um, so I think we should do this. I'm not a big I've been rallying people to execute you to test the pacifist. I mean that seems that seems fair. I'm not a huge fan of just testing people at random for the pacifist. The first reason for that is that the pacifist is not a guaranteed save. Uh, and so you might just kill someone. Second of all, the storyteller is typically incentivized to kill the pacifist to not save the first person that the pacifist. Uh, can save uh, because it uh, does confirm the pacifist to some extent. Obviously, there could be a DA or there's other things, but uh, but yeah, a pacifist a pacifist that's hard claiming and a pacifist. Wait, this sentence did fell apart. The pacifist that's hard claiming could just be a DA. So not sure I'm excited about uh, not sure I'm excited about being tested in that world. C three says I I really don't think you need to be worried about this pacifist. I have a good feeling about them. You have a good feeling about the pacifist. Are you are you the pacifist that's just claiming Cordier for some I'm not the pacifist. Reason? I told him the Cordier who drank the DA. Right. So you drunk the DA. I'll I'll put a note down for that. All right. Well, seat three. It's, if you can rally the votes, there's not much I can do about it, is there? Mm-hmm. That's right. But milk. I I think if you're good, you have nothing to worry about. Well, I guess we'll find out, won't we? Uh, you can see talk to seats four, eight. Or 12. Well, I don't want to just pile them all in the same place, so let's talk to seat 8. Alright, seat 8 says, hey, how's it going, Milk? What's going on, seat 8? Ah, uh, they go... Not really sure how to go about playing or claiming. Uh, I'm the exorcist, and I don't know who to pick that. Do you have any leads for me? Mm, do I have a lead for you as the exorcist? Um, I would check seat six or seat ten, I think. Okay, why you say seat six or seat ten? They seemed a little bit suspicious to me in our conversations, uh, so I think one of them could be the demon. Okay. I mean, it's just a social read. As we all know, I'm not a very good mechanical player, but I'm a, a decent social player, so... Maybe maybe it was maybe it was just a weird conversation, but I got a I got a weird vibe off of both of them. So, they go interesting. Uh, I'm the I'm the gambler. Yeah, I'm the gambler. Uh, what can I gamble you as? Well, the exorcist. Yeah, is it okay if I gamble you as exorcist? Uh, they go. Uh, yeah, you can gamble me as exorcist. I can't think of a good reason why you shouldn't gamble me as exorcist. Okay, great. I'll do that. Right. Bye. All right, you get back to town. Um, 
Various people gossip various things. I won't gossip. Let's let's see how far Gambler gets us. There's some people... There's a push to execute seat 7 who's claiming the grandmother, apparently, but it doesn't get enough votes. Um, you're nominated by seat 3, who says they want to test the pacifist by executing you. Uh, and this, for some reason, does get enough votes. Uh, I will say seats 2, 3, 4, 6, 7... 9, and 11 all vote for it. 2, 3, 4, 6, 7, and 9, you said. And 11. And 11, okay. Uh, and I will also note that seat 11 voted on the other claim, but it did not get enough votes. Uh, before the storyteller ends the day, I will say, hey, if this works, the pacifist really should come talk to me. Okay. Uh, you are executed, Milk, but do not die. And then everyone goes to sleep. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, so uh, what do you think it tells you that you were executed but did not die? So there's two worlds that I'm living in currently. Uh, maybe maybe like there's like a third niche world. So one world is that there's a pacifist in play, and I was executed and did not die. Um, that seems less likely to me. And, and just... And why why do you think it's not likely that a pacifist would save a good goon? Why would a pacifist save a good goon on day one? Um, well, the goon is the, the pacifist's a townsfolk ability. Saving a good goon on day one gives the goon chances to turn evil, which isn't really great for town. So it also gives the goon more chances to drunk townsfolk. Um, so saving the goon with the pacifist on day one seems unlikely to me. Um, I have two people, the player in seat 6 and the player in seat 10, who have claimed to me that they are the sailor. I would imagine that one of them is in fact the sailor who picked me on day 1, and the other one is the DA who also picked me on day 1. That suggests to me that the player in seat 3 is probably also on the evil team and is pushing this world. The player in seat 3 could be the DA who uh, who is, is pushing this world and the two sailors, one's a sailor and one's like uh, like the demon or one's a sailor and one's like the other minion or something like that. There's some, there's some other things that could happen. But somewhere between seat 10, 6, and 3, I currently believe are two evils and seat 3 is probably the DA who picked me after the sailor picked me. Okay. And then pushed on me for that reason. They won't be able to pick me tonight, which means I won't be turning to a DA pick tonight. You won't be turning to a DA pick tonight, but you do change alignment tonight. You're woken up and told you're evil. Interesting. All right. Well, let's change to the evil mustache. Red mustache. Let's go. And you wake up and seat five has died in the night. That's the only death. Interesting. So one death means there could have been a gossip kill, right? Uh, we don't, we didn't pay attention to the gossips. We were busy being the goons, so we don't know what the gossips were. So there could be a gossip kill uh, off of that. Could just be a demon kill. But we changed. So if we changed, that means either we were picked by a DA, which seems unlikely given our read uh, that we just talked about. Uh, we weren't picked by a godfather, so we must have been picked by the demon. This could mean that this is a Shabaloth game and that the Shabaloth picked the player in seat 5, and then picked me afterwards. Okay. Well, 
Uh, you can talk with seats two, five, or seven. Two, five, or seven. Let's talk to seat two. Okay. Seat two says, well, it's good to know that you're good. I'm good. Are you the pacifist? Uh, no, um, the tea lady, the pacifist thing oh, was a cover. Oh, nice. Story. The pacifist thing was a cover, and you saved uh, me. I talked to, had a chance to talk to seat three. Um, beta roll, we didn't think it made sense to test, so we decided to push test you instead, and we tried to hide the tea lady, and it looks like it worked, because no one died in the So this is a little bit awkward, because I'm the gambler, um, and, uh, so it, my ability's not gonna be able to figure anything out while you're still alive. Um, it's good that I know it, though, so at least we're a kind of aware of it. Yeah, they go, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to tell many people this, I'm not going to push more tests, as far as I'm concerned, you and C3 are good, and Great. Yep. we've we've just need to go killing in the other directions. Sounds fantastic. Let's, uh, let's see if we can kill, uh, yeah, let's see if we can kill somebody else. I might we might want to kill that player in seat seven just to get that grandmother business out of the way. I think I think I heard they were the grandmother. Yeah. Alright. Oh, uh, you get back to town and we're gonna say seats five, seven, and nine are there. Okay. Uh so something I'm gonna say uh right now, just to the audience and to you, is I'm concerned about the evil team's chances here. <laughs> This this doesn't look great for the evil team right now. If this is a shab game, and uh, and I was I was turned last night by a shab who picked seat five and then picked me, the shab's gonna have an awful hard time clearing up the three the, the the two confirmed players up here, the tea lady and the courtier. And also, I'm now even though I'm now evil, I'm not the demon because I've been tea lady protected. So that's a problem for me because something as a as an evil turned goon that I want to be is a demon candidate. So I might at some point go looking to get turned back to good, depending on how these days continue. Anyway, let's go talk to seat nine. We haven't talked to them yet. All right. Uh, seat nine says, hey, how's it going? What can I do for you? Going on. Yeah, uh, I was just wondering if you wanted to share any information. Um, I'm the I'm the gambler. I confirmed a player last night. I go, huh. That's a devil claim, and the other one's dead milk. Want to try again? No, I'm the gambler. I don't know why another player is dead, but uh, I'm definitely the gambler. I mean, I I was pacifist saved, so... They go, I think he, you have a Vendia protected, because I, I just don't believe... I heard that the DA was Cordier drunk. The gambler died in the night last night. I don't know what to tell you. I heard the gambler was Cordier drunk. Alright, the DA was Cordier drunk, rather. Interesting. Well, I think you'll understand that I'm not super interested in card claiming to you, but I'll tell you I do wake in the night. You wake at night. Okay. Well, you know what? That's some information in exchange for my very true hard claim, so... So be it. Alright, see ya. Okay. Uh, you have time for one more conversation. I'll let you have your pick of the group. Uh, let's talk to seat six. Seat six, okay. Hey, what's going on? They go, not much. Uh, what's up with you? Uh, I, I confirmed, uh, well, there's some awkwardness to it, but I confirmed, uh, I confirmed a player last night. Apparently your neighbor is double claiming me. They go, 
you're claiming gambler? Yeah, I'm the gambler. That's that sounds wrong. Don't know what to tell you. You can you can pick me in the night if you want. Big uh, I. Well, oh, if you're the gambler, it's harmful to pick you, right? Well, I mean, sort of, but there's a whole, there's kind of a whole thing right now. My ability's not going to do a whole lot at this point. I go, okay, weird. Thanks. All right, bye. All right, uh, you get back to town. Is there anyone you want to nominate today, Milk? That's the evil goon. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll probably nominate the player in, uh, I'll probably nominate the player in seat six. Okay. Uh, you nominate the player in seat six. They say, this is weird. Why are you nominating me, Milk? Uh, science. They go, okay. Well, I mean, we tested me to determine if there was a pacifist in the game. Kind of tried to figure it out. Just thought we'd, we'd test somebody else now. Alright, uh, this doesn't get enough votes. It seems like people want some other things. Uh, seat 4 nominates you, saying, Not sure what's going on with Milk, but uh, probably evil, based off the fact that he's in a double claim with a dead player. Probably DA protected yesterday. Uh, I'm not DA protected because the courtier drunk the DA. And also I was saved yesterday by the pacifist. This also doesn't get enough votes. Uh, there's a nomination on seat seven. Uh, I'll vote on that probably. Someone says, well, the gambler died gambling seat seven as the grandmother last night. It was the only death, but uh, we've all thought seat seven might be a little evil here. Now I kind of don't want to vote on it. <laughs> seat seven goes, I am the grandmother. I'm confirming the exorcist. I don't really know what's going on here. But I am what I say I am. Uh, pertinent information. Uh, I am. Uh, I'm gambler confirming. Uh, the uh, the exorcist as well. Okay. Uh, this does get enough votes. Apparently, you're not the most trusted gambler in town. What a surprise! And seat seven is executed, but does not die. Oh, look, that pacifist doing work. <laughs> All right. Well, we go to the night phase? Yes, you do. Hmm. Uh, you... In fact, are woken up again tonight and told that you are good. How exciting! I've changed alignments again! I'm good goon! And you wake up and you find that seat three has died in the night. And? Oh, and seat five is back to life. Ah, there it is. So, seat three has died. Uh, so that means I was picked by someone after the after the courtier or after the demon went. So we're looking at the night order, just looking at what can pick. Uh, maybe the chambermaid picked me last night the end of the night. Uh, but obviously the courtier died because I was evil at the time when I changed alignments. Or I was evil at the time when, when, the, when they were targeted by the Shabaloth. 
Uh, looks like the courtier was targeted, and I'm not sure who else was targeted. Maybe a sailor was protected or something. Okay. Is that your theory? Mm, right now, my theory is that uh, seat three was targeted while I was still evil, and I'm not sure who else was targeted. Uh, I got changed good. How could seat three... Hmm. I guess seat three could be... Nope, not the DA dying in the night. C3 could still be an evil. I could have been DA protected. So C3 could be the assassin. One of the two sailors could be the DA. And it's I did suss correctly. I think that it's a Shabalov game. So uh, C3 could have been assassinated. Uh, that's the other possibility. That, C3 that is a possibility. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we've been going for a bit, but I'm going to give you one more day to... Get a little bit more of a solve in this game and see what happens. Yeah, I'd like to talk to one of these players that I haven't really talked to, but I'm not probably socially trusted enough to get information out of them. Oh, so the players you haven't talked to yet are 11, 12, 4, and 5. I'd like to talk to the player in seat 4, I think. Seat 4 goes, hello, hello, I'm your friendly neighborhood outsider, the only one I've heard about. I assume we have a goon or a lunatic hiding somewhere. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, probably a goon or a lunatic hiding somewhere. Are you the Moonchild or the Tinker? They go Moonchild. Uh, okay, great. Yeah, uh, the goon's probably hiding somewhere. That's what they usually do. Uh, anyway, uh, okay, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm always happy to be picked. Uh, if you get, if you happen to die in the night, you can pick me. Um, but I will die. I'm good. What are you claiming? I've heard from seat two that you're definitely good. Yeah, I mean, but I'm, I've also heard that you're in a double claim with seat five, who, in my understanding, was Professor Resurrected. Professor Resurrected. That's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, not sure what's going on. Not sure what's going on there. Um, but yeah, um, could could be could be that they were Professor Rezed uh, instead of Shab Rezed. I guess we didn't have two kills though, so it couldn't have been Shab unless some some the Shab hit somebody who couldn't die. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I guess it's a uh, not sure. Uh, I'm the I am the gambler. Uh, so that's that's what I got for you. Oh, milk. Are you the goon? No, I'm not the goon. You're the goon. Who's the goon? I think you're the goon, milk. Well, better find somebody with an ability to pick me so I can rejoin the good team. All right. I'm going to give you one more conversation today. I want to talk to seat 5. Seed 5 goes, Milt, everyone's telling me that you're in a double claim with me, and I was Professor Resurrected. Yeah, you were Professor Resurrected, Assassin. <laughs> you go, yes, I was Professor Resurrected. Sure you were. I talked to the professor, they said they didn't use their ability night one because no one was dead, and then they used it on me. Who's the professor? I'm not going to tell you that, you're double claiming me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright, All right, Assassin. Good luck. I, I hope you win. There you go, <sighs> Alright, uh, you get back, uh, well, there's been some talk about not double-tapping seat 7, um, some concern that the gambler being the only night death might have just been the demon kill, or seat 5 being the only night death might have just been the demon kill, but there's, once again, a lot of interest in executing you. It seems like you've completely lost this town's trust. Uh, what seat a 9 goes, uh... I do think if Milk, we think Milk is what we think he is, he's probably good today, so today is a decent day to lock him in. Yeah, I'll probably be pacifist saved again. 
See, Thor says, I don't think we can kill Milk today. I have a sneaking suspicion he's going to survive. I'd be interested in pushing on seat 12, who I think everyone's been a little sus of. But, uh, once again, the votes come around and you're the one who is executed and you do not die. Town's pretty stuck on this, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a solve uh, for this. Uh, the courtier was probably assassinated. Seat 5 could be the assassin who didn't use their ability. Nah, Seat 5's not the assassin. They're just a the gambler. Um, Moonchild's probably just the Moonchild, especially because they think I can't die. Uh, there's an evil in the two sailor claims, almost certainly. There could be an evil in the grandmother exorcist pair. Uh, there's a chambermaid some... Oh, Seat 9 might be the chambermaid. So yeah, the evils are probably in this left side next to me. 12, 11, 12, 10, something in that. I'm going to tell you again, your alignment changes. Great. I'm the evil um, goon again. Evil again. And you wake up and you find that seat 5 has died. You have died. Seat 12 has died. And seat oh, 9 has died. No gambler in the game. Or no gossip in the game, almost certainly. Um, if I changed alignment, so tricky. If I changed alignment, the only thing that could have picked me here was DA. So the DA has picked me before I was killed by the demon. Uh, I don't think there's a professor out there, but I guess there could be. Uh, seat 5 can die to their own ability again. They probably gambled the professor thinking it was safe. Um, if seat 12 is claiming professor, they... Hmm, not sure. Right, well, seat 5 says, I think we should execute seat 10. I gambled them as the sailor and died. Yeah, that's the DA right there. Uh, seat 6 suggests executing seat 8, saying I think last night had to be a Poe charge, in which case I think just everyone else is confirmed, and I think it's just seat 8 and seat 7 and seat 10. Could could be that. That's certainly a possibility. Um, if there's a professor there, I guess in seat 11, if seat 8 and seat 7 are good... Yeah, I mean, I don't have a solve, but I'll just have to hope the evil team isn't in the one that they killed today. In the ho I hope they don't kill the demon today. I don't have any control over it, really. All right. So I'm going to tell you, at today's, we're going to end the scenario soon. I'm going to tell you, at today's voting, um, there's going to be three votes on seat 10, three votes on seat 8, and three votes on seat 7. And I'm going to ask you if you want to use your dead vote on any of them to ensure they're executed instead of any of the other three. They're, they are claiming Grandmother, who saw the Exorcist, as you know, Sailor, which is a double claim, and Exorcist. Grandmother, who saw the Exorcist, is least likely to be the demon. The one claiming Sailor is probably the DA who picked me last night. The, the gambler died to their own ability. I don't know where the third kill comes from. It comes from an assassin that's been... Nope, the assassin killed the courtier. Yeah, I don't have a read on this. Uh, I'll probably vote to kill seat 10. I'll vote on seat 10, I think. Okay, use your dead vote on seat 10. Seat 10 is executed. 
that night, of course, uh, there are no kills. And you wake up, and the next day they execute seat 8, who dies, ending the game in a loss for you. Yeah. Not sure what else not sure what else I could have done there. There's not a whole lot I, you can not a whole lot you If you had voted on seat seven, the DA could have protected seat eight, allowing them to get off the poach charge. Yeah. Uh no way no way to know. Uh so there's a so there's a professor out there somewhere and seat seven is the assassin spent? Yeah, spent assassin killed the fool in seat three. Yeah, I wasn't sure. We talked about last time, uh one of the things we talked about previously, uh so eleven is the professor then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 12 was just whatever, something else. Minstrel. Ah, uh, minstrel, sure. Yeah, I mean, we talked about, uh, we talked about, uh, DAs not necessarily bluffing their thing. The grandmother was most likely to be the assassin. Probably should have voted on the grandmother. Yeah, it happens. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well. You probably still lose, because I think you, just the rhythm... The yeah. CD probably gets executed. Yeah, one of the difficulties, of course, in this scenario was that I couldn't get killed as good... Um, in most situations, so I pretty much got forced to play for evil. Um, could have just let them put. Could have just. Could have just saved my dead vote, and maybe they don't pick the right one. But feels like feels yeah, like it's appropriate. The to pick one. constraints of the scenario, obviously, that your dead vote was going to be used I don't, to help you try to win that. I, day. I don't know. I don't know which of eight and seven are the demon. It's more likely that the demon is eight, and the player in seat seven is the spent assassin claiming grandmother. But I know that ten isn't the demon, which is why I vote That's on ten. That's more than fair. All right, we'll I vote just on not ten. Or I vote on not the demon uh, in most situations. Quick, Grim, which is of course milk is your evil goon. C two your two lady. C three your fool. C four your moonchild. C five your gambler who died gambling. C ten. C seven was your assassin who killed the fool through the tea lady protection. C six was your sailor. C eight was your poe. C nine was the innkeeper who turned you back good. Uh, it was innkeeper instead of chambermaid. Makes sense. Uh, seat, yeah, because uh, yeah, the assassin killed the fool, so it didn't need to be something that for demon kills. So then was the professor who resurrected the gambler, and seat twelve was the minstrel. Makes sense. Yeah. Once once I figured that, I should have seen that that was the innkeeper, not the chambermaid. But it didn't matter. Yeah. No. No yeah, worries. Well played. Well, yeah, it was good. Uh, you know, I mean, look, when you're when you're the goon, you have to uh, act without information, right? The evil team's probably not going to know that you're the goon unless you've really come out. Um, and so you just have to do the best that you can. I voted where I thought the demon definitely wasn't. And if an evil was going to get killed that day, you know, as important as the devil's advocate can be to the evil team, they're not the demon. And they're expendable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if they if they get the demon the next day, there's not a whole lot I can do differently about it. Anyway, that was fun. So you can have your very first time storytelling. Oh, how exciting! Yeah, we'll take a little, take a little, take a little breather here and uh, come back in a couple minutes. All right. Well, Milk is sending for the next one. I'm gonna do some quick shilling because you know it's always fun to shill. Uh, of course, we have coming up in October: magicians, gamblers, and drunks. A Las Vegas Clock Tower convention that's from October 27th through 29th. Milk and I are both scheduled to be there. We're going to do a live from Scenarios podcast there. I guess that ruins the bit of this being Milk as a special guest, but it was a funny bit, I thought. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I do believe tickets are still for sale. Uh, you should come and hang out if you can get free that weekend. Uh, of course, if you can't get free that weekend, there's other Clock Tower conventions. Not There is Raven Woodstock in February of 2024, the 16th, 18th, but you can't come to that one if you don't have tickets already unless you find one on a resale market because that is completely sold out. But if you are going, you'll get to see me there. 
and of course Clock Tower Con, the original, in McLean, Virginia, McLean Tyson's Corner, right outside the District of Columbia. That's from April 12th to 14th of 2024. Tickets, I believe, are still available, but they are a dwindling supply. Uh, yeah, um, but there's also Clock Tower at a bunch of general purpose gaming conventions. There's Clock Tower at your local, probably if you're in a city, there's probably a local playgroup. There's online servers such as ECT, which you can join to play online Clock Tower. Clock Tower is a great game. You shouldn't just listen to a strategy podcast, you should play it. Come play with us! Danny. Alright everybody, uh, we're back for another scenario, and this time uh, we're still going to be doing Bad Moon Rising, but Emma is going to learn a little bit about what it means to be evil. No idea what that's like. Now, this is going to be maybe a little bit less of a scenario and a little bit more of a thought experiment. Um, Emma, you're going to be the assassin. Ooh, fun. And I'm going to give you some information about the Grim when we get back out there. Um, and I'm just going to ask you to kind of think your way through um, what kind of choices you need to make as the assassin and when it's best to use your ability. So with that, why don't you tell us a little bit about the assassin and why the assassin is such a good fit on BMR especially. We saw a little sure. bit of it in the previous game. The assassin's ability is once per game at night, asterisk. Choose a player, colon, they die, even if for some reason they cannot. And the assassin's ability is that really it's baked into that, even if for some reason they cannot. The assassin kills through all protection, except for possibly the stormcatcher, but that's a question for a different time and a different rules. In a, in a very tricky rules question there. But the assassin kills through protection, and BMR is a game of protection and death ambiguity. So the assassin is sort of like a poisoner for protection. If you think, think of like it. if you think of like TB where the information is this sort of is is information. It's an information script. And the poisoner's the poisoner can do other stuff, but really the poisoner is really just trying to hit a, a starting info role, maybe trying to get a poison kill off on a raven keeper, mare, or soldier. And that's really the poisoner's job. Like, it's really trying to get that one key poison throughout the game. And the assassin is sort of similar. It's trying to get that one key mess up of the good team's protection and death information. So ideally as the assassin, you want to kill someone in a way that will make the assassination truly confusing for town. Whether that's kill a gambler who's gambling a good player and should be living. Whether it's kill a tea lady neighbor like we saw in the last game. Whether it's murder a fool through both their lives. Or as we saw in that last game, through both their lives and tea lady protection. Whether it's kill an innkeeper protected player. Whether it's when there's a key gossip that you want people to think is true. To use your ability to simulate that gossip being true. Those are really the key assassin uses. There are like some orthogonal ones. You can cover up a mastermind day. You can cover up a zombul. You can make a puka look like a shab. Maybe you can make a shab look like a poe. But really, the big things are you want to confuse the town's information, which comes from death and protection. That sounds about right. Um, so with that, you know, kind of a nice introduction. Why don't we head out to the Grim?
Okay, Emma. So uh, I'm going to skip day one, um, but I am going to tell you uh, your minion information, which is that the player in seat two is the demon, and the player in seat one is your fellow minion. Do I know what types? Uh, so that's up to you. I'm going to give you the information on three characters around the Grim. Three characters are going to give you information. Uh, you can pick which three, but we're not going to go through the process of having the conversations. Okay. Um, just to just to take the social reads out of this one a little bit. That's fair. I will get information on seats 9, 12, and 7 then. All right, so you're not going to get information on either of your teammates. No. All right. It's the least important for the assassin. All right. So the player in seat nine is the gambler. You said the player in seat 12, correct? Mm-hmm. The player in seat 12 is the lunatic. And you said the player in seat seven? Yeah. The player in seat seven is, in fact, the fool. Interesting. Okay. So, my question to you, Emma, is, um, after the end of the day, the player in seat 7 is executed and does not die, and everyone goes to sleep. Mm. The storyteller arrives at your cottage and asks, would you like to use your ability? I would have considered killing a fool if I, if they hadn't been tapped already. But there's not really much confusion I can use there. I could assassinate the gambler, but I don't think I want to, especially this early. And I have no interest in assassinating the lunatic, so I'm not going to use my ability. All I'll right. pass on this going to hold your ability, and uh, the next day, uh, everyone uh, rises uh, bright and early and wakes up, and the player in seat three has died. Okay. On this day, you can gain information on one additional player. Let's go with seat 10. The player in seat 10. The player in seat 10 is the exorcist, Emma. Ooh. In addition, the player in seat 2 also catches your attention and lets you know that they are the Zombool. Interesting. So that brings the question of how did seat three die? Uh, seat three died to the uh, seat three died to the Zambul. Oh right, yeah. Yep. They tell you that they killed seat three last night uh, because seat three was claiming uh, seat three was claiming to be. A you told me I was only going to get one day extra players information. Yeah, I gave you one, and I was going to. But give I you this figured also. you might want me to know something about the evil team. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going. I get, let you pick one, and then I was going to give you this one as well. <laughs> I was never picking them. <laughs> with that, with yeah, I know you weren't. Uh, with that information, uh, uh, with that information, uh, the uh, the town uh, decides that they are once again going to execute the player in seat seven uh, to double tap them and make sure that they are not DA protected, as many towns would do. The, this is a foolish way to use the fool's ability. So I'm not going to vote for it because I'm going to protest that this is a foolish way to deal with a fool. Killing a fool not but just once but twice is lunacy. Unfortunately, the rest of town doesn't agree with you, and they nominate and execute seat seven, who does not die. Ooh, fun. And everybody goes to sleep. Interesting. So the storyteller arrives again, Emma, and asks you, 
Would you like to use your ability? It really depends. I need to get info on seat 8 and seat 6. Figure out if either of them is Teeling. If I had that info, I would probably assassinate one of their... Why don't you walk us through what you're thinking right now, Emma, uh, so that everybody has a chance to understand exactly the thought process that you're going through with this more specifically, uh, you know, more specifically just direct information. Yeah, so I'm trying to make use of my ability to obscure information. So seat seven is confirmed good by surviving twice, which can only happen for a fool if they have been saved by a tea lady, a pacifist, or a DA, and a DA really shouldn't have picked a fool who just survived execution, because that's a very poor use of the fool's ability. The best it can do is confirm the fool is good. Um, and the fool is now, in fact, confirmed good, correct? Yeah, the fool's confirmed good. Uh, so one option would be to assassinate the fool, um, in the hopes that they're sat next to a teleity, and we can then sell their neighbor as a goon their other neighbor as a goon. Mm-hmm. But if they've been saved by a pacifist, I don't really want to do that, because that doesn't do anything. So I think I'm gonna... Hold on. The Zomble is killing tonight. We can continue to make this look like a non-Zomble game because of that. So I'm gonna hold my ability one more day, at least. Try to get a little bit more information. Alright. Uh, so, uh, you wake up the following morning, and the player in seat 11 has died. Uh, I'm not going to give you a free piece of information uh, on this day, but what I will let you know is that the player in seat three was the chambermaid, and the zombul catches you for a quick conversation at the end of the day and lets you know that they were exercised last night. Okay. Town goes back to the execution block, and now trusting seat seven... They execute the player in seat one, who they believe to be a minion. And the storyteller comes to you in the night, Emma. Uh, well... What are you thinking now? I'm, I'm not going to use my ability for two reasons. I don't know if there's a minstrel in play, and if there is a minstrel, I would like them to... I would not like to waste my ability. And two, if there's not a minstrel, I would like seat ten to think they got off an exorcism today. So, no real reason to kill anyone tonight. Plus, you refuse to let me get the information I'm looking for, which is seat 8 and seat 6. <laughs> it seems like that information is being held very, very closely by the players in town. They don't seem to want to share. Alright, so I'm not going to use my ability, though, because, yeah, no need. N- only risk, no very little reward tonight. I want the exorcist to think they found a demon tonight, and I'd like the mints, and I don't want to lose my ability to a minstrel. What do you think happened with the player in seat 11? Uh, they have to be either a tinker or a gossip kill. Okay, no one's gossiping, so let's mark them as the tinker. It's unusual that no one gossips in BMR, but that's just how it is. All right, Emma. Uh, so you wake up the following day, and on the following day, there is no kill. I'm not giving you any additional information. But. This is going to be a very boring exercise, then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the thing is, some players uh, have sussed that uh, exactly what has happened as well, right? Someone's figured out that there is a that there is a that there is a good player between or that there is a uh, 
a tea lady between seat eight and seat six, and uh, that player has not been that player has not been killed yet, and so the players appear to be keeping keeping mum about which of them is in fact the tea lady. Anyhow, uh, the player in seat twelve claims to be the lunatic. Uh, says that they saw seat ten and seat six as minions. Uh, they believe that they are now the lunatic who saw the uh, zombul. Uh, they are executed and die. And this brings us to the following night. So the question is, do you want to use your ability? And the answer, Milk, is... With a lunatic dead, they probably know it's a Zambul game at this point. Which means, I don't really need to worry about covering up for a Zambul. What I do need to worry about is figuring out which of seat 6 and seat 8 is the tea lady, so we can play this game all night long. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you might say that, Emma. And so, once again... Uh, you all wake up the following morning, and this time, nobody is dead. Shocker. Town, of course, has figured out that it's a Zambul, and now we're far enough into the game that I will let you pick one more player. Oh, I'm going to choose seat eight. You select seat eight, and seat eight is, in fact, the tea lady. Perfect. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No problem. Uh, so, uh, with that, uh, another player will be executed on this night, and uh, on this night, uh, the player in seat two is executed for being very suspicious uh, and never having gossiped with their gossip bluff. Mm. Uh, that night, everyone goes to sleep. Would you like to use your ability, Emma? Um, no, I'm going to hold it. All right. To make it seem like at worst a minstrel has happened. That's fair enough. All right, the following day, I'm going to give you the rest of the Grim. Uh, your other minion talks to you, lets you know that they're the uh, Godfather. Yeah. Uh, and that the uh, outsiders that are in play are the Lunatic, uh, the Tinker, and the Moonchild. Uh, and they know that the Moonchild is the player in seat five. And the player in seat six is, in fact, the Minstrel. Who would have prevented you from using your ability on that day? So, with that in mind, Emma, after the town executes the Moonchild, who picks you, what would you like to do with your ability? Oh, uh, I am going to kill Seat 7 with my ability. Why are you going to kill Seat 7 with your ability? Uh, I'm going to not die here when the Moonchild picks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Seat 7 is going to die. I'm going to argue that seat 9 is probably the goon, and seat 7 is probably a minion. Or it's probably the zombie wolf, rather. Sounds good. Love that idea. Or a minion. Probably one of those two. Alright. You assassinate the player in seat 7. Oops. And, of course, uh, everyone wakes up, and the player in seat 7 has died. And there's some social stuff that'll happen after this point. I didn't think that it was really super useful to try to talk through some social bluffs and things like that to figure out who you would assassinate because assassin's a little bit more mechanical and it is a once-per-game ability. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to try something a little bit different here. I wanted to try kind of... I thought about just giving you the grim and saying, who do you assassinate and when? Um, But I thought it would be interesting to just kind of consider things from a more mechanical perspective. Yeah, no, that's fair. And, you know, I think... Good probably has this game. It's going to be very tough for us to win. What we need to have happen is probably for either 
you probably can't have me executed. Um, town really needs the town really needs the tea lady to get killed as the DA, right? Like the tea lady needs to look like the DA, probably. Or no, so we really just need literally. I think we need literally anyone but me executed today. If anyone but me is executed, I think then we can zombie kill seat eight. Yep. So just as an example, if they try to kill seat six or seat nine, uh, the zombie will get a kill in the night and will kill seat eight. Uh, which I think we'll just go ahead and pretend happens. And now and now it's pretty difficult to find the Zombul, right? The Zombul's pretty hard to find. They can kill living players as a potential living demon. They can kill living players as a potential Zombul who's still alive. But they're not really... Like, they might double tap seat 1. They might double tap seat 12. They might kill you and double tap you as well. But this is kind of the this is kind of the tempo that a zombie requires. Um, and you've probably saved your kill for just the right time. You definitely dodged the minstrel. Uh, effect, which is interesting. Uh, you uh, you also managed to avoid just spending it on a fool uh, that may or may not have been that may or may not have been protected by some other effect as well. I think we've kind of demonstrated just a little bit about assassin. I didn't want to get I didn't want to get too de- deep into detail on this socially. And to be honest, okay. we've been we've been going an hour and a half on these episodes. I thought maybe something a little more bite sized would be would be worth a try. Yeah, we're going to check in at just around an hour, mm-hmm. which I think is perfect, really. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, with that, uh, you know, hopefully this is kind of just a little different different type of way of going through a scenario, just a little different way of thinking about things. But I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. We probably won't do this every time, but, you know, I might, I might bring it back at some point for some more mechanical choices. Things like uh, if we ever get around to engineer, for example, might be might be one that we uh, we look at. So. Anyway, it was fun to do this with you. Milk, I'm glad to have you as our very first special guest on Grim Scenarios. Great to be here, Emma. As always, I love coming on to different podcasts and sharing my knowledge and love of Blood on the Clock Tower with the hosts. Of course, uh, I'm sure you want to sign off the thing, but I'd just like to thank everybody and remind them to tune into Grim Scenarios every Wednesday at noon. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. We probably won't have him back, but it was a fun experiment. <laughs> anyway, thanks for having me, you, Milk, and may your scenario stay grim this week. Thanks, Emma. Have fun. Bye-bye. <laughs>